Take out insurance is really important. Know where that policy is. Know who the policy holder is. Know who the beneficiaries are. Know what line of contacts you have to do to make sure everything goes intact for that life policy. Okay, okay. So, listen, I know I haven't lost a parent yet, but I can only imagine losing a loved one. But as you said, it makes it a little bit easier when you mm -hmm. have things planned. Yep. And not just that. Um, having a will sometimes, they think because yeah. we're young, we shouldn't have a will. Young people need a will as well because, yeah. you know, young people die. Now, what I wanted to ask you, with your mom, you know how many policies she may have had? Well, um, once she expired, uh, I knew about her policy because she worked for the federal government. Okay. So that was one policy. And with policies, you know, they don't give out information due to HIPAA. No. So it's, you have to know these things because it's very beneficial because if you don't know, you're all over the place. So I didn't know she had one policy and then I was hearing that it was another policy. But those policies lacked. Okay. So thank God that she had this one policy through her job, which she always stated to us, right. this policy got this much money and you better not screw it up. And yeah. But I'm glad that I knew about this policy, what to do, where to go, who to call, so that when the time came, all I had to do was make that call let them know that one my mom passed mm -hmm. and then the information was sent out to me um, when you're a beneficiary on the account it gives you all access to the policy it lets you know who else is on the um, policy along with you and what they're entitled to so um with that policy once you get all of that information you then take that information to whatever uh memorial service that you would like to use and they direct you from there so like um Carlotta said having that policy is very strategic to have so that you don't have to come out of pocket exactly. <laughs> and pay for things and she's been getting on me about the shorts and i've been hard but we're gonna get this thing together she had it. She let it last. So yeah. Listen, so we're going to keep it transparent. This is what you don't do. This is what you don't, don't let do. It last. Don't let it last. Don't let it last. Don't let it last. Insurance companies, uh, bill people will always understand if you keep them informed. Tell them that you're having a hardship. Oh, she's been listening to Go ahead and tell my, Go ahead and tell it. Because you know you be on my butt. She be on my butt. And I, I'm stubborn. And I had to realize that a friend is only going to lead you down the right road for right things if they really care about you and if they really love you. So I thank my friend because we've been through everything. We've been through everything from thick and thin, but we stick together. And that's the most important part. So with life policies, I'm begging you guys who don't have it, please, 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 even myself, it is very important to have a life policy. It makes things so much easier. The process is so much easier. So I'm going to go a little bit in depth. So um, once my mom passed and I found out about her policy and the insurance sent everything to me, it became a lot easier. Mm -hmm. I was able to find out, like I said, who was on there, what the insurance paid for, what was covered, what was not covered, and the route from there. 
It is a process. It can be lengthy. It can be short, depending on the company. Mm -hmm. um, I can say the company that my mom had was good. Um, they stayed in communication with me, kept me a breeze to anything that I needed. If there was any questions I had, they were right there for me. Moving forward, um, doing the service for her funeral yeah. was easy. Um, it was a lot because I was managing and juggling so many tasks alone. So, um, and you did an amazing job. Thank you, baby. Here. Thank you. So I can say I worked with Loudon Funeral Home as well as Vaughn Green, and they were amazing. And with the process, they basically showed me what I needed to do. You know, they informed me what the policy covered, what all of the things that I could get, what I couldn't get. And from there, I told them, look, hey, I'm not coming in here looking for no big, uh, how can we say this? Extravagant funeral. I want to say exactly. <laughs> no, we had the money. Don't get us wrong. We had it, but we wanted to put her away well and still be able to have something. And classy, honey, because she was classy. Something, exactly. <laughs> Scrumptious, honey. But um, something to still have a little bit after the funeral. You hear these commercials that say they don't want their family spending all of this money. They want the children to be able to live after. And that is so important because these funeral homes will get you in there and take every dollar from you. Yes, they will. And leave you pocketless. So I did have enough money to do whatever I wanted to do for my mom. And I let them know we're not spending a lot of money. I told them what I wanted, how I wanted, what I needed. And then if you are dedicated to a church, mm -hmm. they also provide services. So that even made my... Um, situation a lot easier as well so going through that process with my mom with the insurance and everything it was easy to get everything done um i did get a little headache into the point where beneficiaries come about so you want to talk about that we go into that yeah we can go into that but before we go into the beneficiary part um with getting your mother's policy after everything was said and done about how long did it take for you with the company she was with to, to, to get everything handled? Alright, so once she expired, um, I got in touch with the job. They gave me the information that I needed to contact the insurance. The insurance then verified me to make sure I was who I stated I was. Um, once they got all of my information, excuse me, I think it took about not even a week. I, if, okay. if a week, if a week, um, I got all the documents back that I needed. They even sent a fax copy to the funeral home, I mean the cemetery that I used, to let them know, hey, this is the policy, this is what we're covering, this is who's on it. If I wasn't on it, I wouldn't have been allowed to talk. So that was a good process. Now I've heard others who said it's been a lengthy process. You know, it takes time. But with this company, they were more genuine and more fast. Awesome, awesome to hear. I, I would like to um, take a step back because this is, um, her mom's policy was through her job. This is one of the policies that ended out well. 
Because sometimes we got a policy through your job. It doesn't work out that well. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy with her job that it did work out. And so, because I always say have your own personal policy. And as she mentioned, her mother policy lapsed. And they probably didn't know that it lapsed. You know, sometimes our parents are right secretive about what yes. they got going on. So they didn't, I'm sure she didn't know that her policy lapsed. But she was very fortunate for her mother's job to be able to still cover what she needed and mm -hmm. wanted for the funeral. And not only that, as she mentioned, she had some money left over for her and her children. So that's that's also another thing. It's very good to make sure you have burial insurance to bury that person. Mm -hmm. But if you can afford to get a little more, please get a little yes. more because it's, 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 it's very worth much it. worth it. You still have bills when that person passed. Yes. You still have children. You still have a home. You might have a business. A lot of things that come into play when that person passes. Or you might just be grieving to the point you say, oh, I'm going to take a month off of work. You might need that cushion to say, I'm, I'm going to go here and take this month off. I can't deal with this. Having that extra money will have you say, okay. She can take that month off. She got the time. Yeah. Got the time. She got the money to take that month off. So it's very important that if you can afford it, and let me tell y'all, especially with time policies, and if you're young and healthy, Life insurance is extremely cheap, yes. extremely cheap, yes. and it's very not cost efficient. But people automatically assume, especially black people, I have to put y'all out there, us out there, because for some reason, black people are very ignorant and don't know too much about life insurance. So they don't know the terms and stipulations of how to get it. And this is why I made the podcast, especially for our kind. Because it's really something that we all need. Yes. You know, it's not just about me. It's about our children. Mm -hmm. It's about our friends, our family, our associates. Making sure everybody has some type of coverage. And let's be honest, we mm -hmm. live in Baltimore City. City. Exactly. You and know, we've been seeing a lot of GoFundMe's. Yeah, all these GoFundMe's. Yeah. And, and these children, unfortunately, these kids are dying yes. before us. You know, yes. we're almost 40, but we have kids that's 21, 19, 18, 17, 16 mm -hmm. that's getting killed on things going on in these streets. And it's always good to have some coverage on your kids as well because, of course, we don't want our kids to die before exactly. us. But, unfortunately, we got to deal with reality. Reality is things happen. Exactly. So, I wanted to piggyback on that because I'm, I'm grateful that her mother had that policy even mm -hmm. though hers lacks. Because some jobs won't cover that. And they, you know, they did. Yeah. And like she said, she had enough a little cushion, you know, a little stuff afterwards to, to be able to just relax or take her kids out or take care of the bills. You know, it's, it's really good to have an extra policy. And like I said, term is not expensive at all. And if you have a whole life policy, you have a cash value to it, you can borrow from it. Yeah. So it all depends on what your family needs, you know. So. Yeah, that is a plus. So, you know, so overall, with your mother's funeral arrangements and dealing with the death and after mm -hmm. the funeral, when you had to grieve and everything, would you say that the policy really helped you? After the funeral, I was able to let my head down. Mm -hmm. Just a tad. Mm -hmm. I ain't got no way. I need Excuse me. I was able to let my head down a little bit um, because I felt like everything in the nutshell from planning a funeral from the funeral process to um the burial process which is also something you have to find yes, you know you might think that that policy is just paying for that funeral no you have to pay for the opening closing of the grave you have to pick out the stone that's going to go on that plaque of where that body is going to rest that is a fee you know um, so afterwards, 
um, the relief came in, but then I got hit with the real aspect. You know, mine was gone now, but she still had these bills, you know, and you hear people in terms say, well, you don't have to pay those bills. That person is gone, you know, which is true. But me, being who I am, I didn't want to just leave a debt. Even though my mom is gone, you want to take care of that. Cleaning out her assets, her home, her car, you know, she still had a husband at this time, mm -hmm. you know, making sure that he was still okay. Um, so it was, it was a little bit easier than dealing with the funeral side because on the funeral side, I have a sibling who's still living along with me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that was part of the process as well because it, when it goes back, piggyback into the beneficiaries. Yes, that's it. <laughs> if the person is not on the policy, woo-hoo, here comes the drama. If they're not on the policy, oh, baby, run. Run. Because they're going to give you a run for your money, okay? Because when you really find out who's on the policy and who's not, you really find out people's genuine and true character. And I can say, um, people who have policies know who they want their policies with. Yeah. And they know who they want to handle things because they're going to handle it the right way. And make sure when you pick your beneficiary, I always tell people like my children, my oldest is 18. So I always put my oldest on it, but then I always find someone who's a little older than my son because he might get distracted and might not know exactly what to do, mm -hmm. you know? So you need someone who can hold things down even when that person can't hold it down. I think that's what made my mom make the choices that she did. She knew that with the right designated people, she will be put away correctly, which she was definitely was. So when you're picking your beneficiaries, I please beg you, make sure you're picking the right folk, not just Uncle Cousin John Tom or your boyfriend that you might get rid of next week because this is the thing. You died a dad a mom. His name on that policy, oh baby, he gonna cash that policy. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't care if it was about you when you were alive, your children when you were alive. Smokey on that policy. Smokey <laughs> gonna get high. He gonna take that policy and run. I'm just being honest. She being honest. So she being honest, really guys. think about who you make your beneficiaries, who you're putting in control of, making sure when you're gone, you're laid to rest, your children are taken care of. You know, your um, assets are going to be taken care of. These things are really, really important. And I thank God for my team because yeah. with my baby here, she told me the ropes of what to do, you know, what channels to go through and how to do it. Even kept me on my feet when I couldn't stand on my own two toes going through this. But it was a lengthy process, but a quick one. But we got through it. Right, right. And I'm going to piggyback off of the beneficiary um, comment that she made with choosing the right person. The other day, I actually made, I get a tip of the day every now and then. I try to do it a couple of days out of the week just to get my face out there instead of just putting a post up. So I did a tip of the day the other day, and the tip of the day was about choosing the right beneficiary. Yeah. 
Because let's be, let's be <laughs> real. We all got friends and family that we love dearly. Mm-hmm. But some people are not good with finances. No. That's, you don't want the person that's bad with finances at your beneficiary. It could be your best friend, your cousin, your best sister, your best homie. But if they're not good with finances, if you don't think they're going to take care of your home or your children the correct way, it's always, I love you. I love you dearly, but I need so-and-so to be on my policy because I know if I leave tomorrow on this earth, that they don't want to take care of what I need. So it's nothing personal, but it's personal. If you get what I'm saying, it's nothing personal, but it is personal. Make sure your beneficiary is someone that you trust, someone that's good with finances, and someone that's going to do you right when you leave because you don't want to leave and you, wherever you're at, you know, wherever you're going at, and you're like, this Negro down there spending my money on something, something, something. You know, it will happen. I've seen people blow money. I've seen people not take care of the person's um, funeral arrangements and all that stuff, and it's not right. And also, I would like to say, if you've had a policy for over 20, 30 years, a lot of older folks, Go back and look at them policies, look at the stipulations of them policies, look at the terms of them policies, and make sure that that beneficiary on that policy is still around, because I've also seen that they put somebody on that policy and that person is no longer living, or they're living in another state, or they don't know they're on the policy. Please always let your beneficiary know that they're on the policy. That is nothing to be secretive about. If you don't want to tell the rest of the family, that's fine, but please let that beneficiary know, because guess what? The insurance company not going to tell you, oh, so-and-so no. is the beneficiary of the policy. Not. They cannot do that. So you have to make sure when y'all getting these policies, whoever you're leaving that money to, they know, hey, I got a, a policy for 50000 100000 mm-hmm. however much you got, you're the beneficiary. So if I die, make sure that you're there to say so-and-so. Also, it's also good to have a contingent beneficiary, meaning... Yes. If her and her son was to die together, right. she had somebody else yeah. secondary exactly. that can take care of what's going on with them. So it's always good to have a secondary person on that policy. Just adding that on there. So overall, you could just say that the insurance really did help you overall. Do you think you would have been worse off or better off with not having any insurance money from the insurance company? Oh, I would have been worse off. <laughs> Because what would have happened? Because would have been different. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. I don't have COVID. She don't. I'm dealing with my bronchitis. She got bronchitis. Um. So I always say it's important to have insurance. Everybody has their own beliefs and um, afterlife what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Some people want to donate their body to science. Mm-hmm. Some people would like to be cremated. Everybody has a different belief. But if you have a belief about a certain service you want, a certain procedure that, or a certain way that you want things to go, I recommend, I highly recommend getting insurance. And that's because it makes it so much easy without coming out of pocket with money. Because it's hard. I mean, it's come hard. on. A lot of people live in paycheck to paycheck. Yes. We living in 2022 yes. when information is like, it's, yeah. everything is going up. Yeah. YouTube, Amazon, yes. <laughs> food, car yes. insurance. Someone was just on Facebook yes. complaining about God code. Yeah, everything is going yes. up. These children going up. <laughs> Shoot, they yeah. going up. I'm ready to give them up. They all going up. But I'm telling you, I'm just getting it. I'm being funny though. Look, okay. I'm going to get mine up to you because these girls, Listen. y'all know. <laughs> but to be really honest, y'all, I'm going to say, you know, when my policy lasts, I felt bad because here it is. But it wasn't that long ago long. Yeah, it wasn't. 
It was just know. recent, so it's she could find me today. But I, it, it, to be honest, as cheap as it is, there's no excuse. So I'm letting you guys know, regardless of your situation, borrow, borrow you know, make arrangements, get insurance. It is very crucial. And I'm going to go a little above you while we say this because with my mom, she had insurance. And then came into play, it's been, what, a year after my mom died? Mm -hmm. We lost my stepdad. Well, I don't use step, but my dad. We lost him. And that was another major. Which I'm going to let her explain soon after this. Major, major um, depression. Depression. Because it's a big switch from my mom. Mm -hmm. And we say that because mom had insurance. You know, we as though dad only is my stepdad. He's not my biological dad. So that's where everything goes up in the air. I'm not legally his child. Mm -hmm. So it gives me no rights to make any decisions for him, about him, or anything pertaining to him. The only people who have the right to do those things are his children. Now, who was on, a policy who, right here? Who was on his policy? Now, prior to him dying, I had legal rights to do everything for him while he was living. But the moment that he passed, all those rights went out the door. And as much as I wanted to make sure that he was taken care of. I didn't get that opportunity because the children had that right. Because he was on his insurance policy through his job. His oh, children. This is where it flips. This is where it flips. The first time, but this time. This is where it flips. <laughs> so you have insurance with mom over here. You have insurance over here with dad, but it's through his job. But because I'm not his child, I have no right to step in and do the things that I did for mom. Mind you, I've been taking care of dad all of these years, just like mom. These children, who are beneficiaries, were nowhere around. But all of a sudden, they pop up, you know, when that time comes, and then you have to deal with this. I'm still dealing with this. Because with mom's policy, I had enough to bury her and pay for if something was happening to dad, mm -hmm. that once he passed, he could go in the same slot where mom is in a vault. She's in the bottom and he will be over top. Already paid. Mm -hmm. The only thing that the children had to do was pay for the opening and closing of the ground. Which is only about maybe $1,500, $2,000. And that wasn't really anything, mm -hmm. you know, compared to what I put out for mom's funeral. Mm -hmm. And dad didn't have nowhere near as much as mom. Right? No, he didn't. Mom had... And this is the point of getting a little bit more, too. Yeah, mom had a lot. Mm -hmm. Dad only had about, i say, 5000 no, he didn't. Through his job, through his job, it was about five thousand. Through his job, yeah. five thousand. Um, he was a social security recipient, mm -hmm. so he was getting a pension every month, 
along with a benefit from Social Security. So that was something that he could have used as well. Right. But here we go with those beneficiaries who don't see fit with planning a funeral. They rather cremate, which is about $500, $600, and take the money and pocket it. Now, hey, granted, that can be a good way of doing things if that's the route that you want to go. But also remember, you also want to be fair to everyone who's been involved. Yep. Don't just be vicious or envious because things didn't go the route that you wanted it to go in the beginning and end up hurting others in the long run. You know, so I say that because here it is at this ground that's already paid for. His name is already there, but he's not there. Right. Um, so, um, I've been through a lot with, and this has been, um, how, the time frame for mom and dad passing was how far apart? My mom died March the 17th of 2021. Yes, it was Jada Yep. And dad passed away December the 10th of 2020. It was the same year. Yeah, same, same year. year. 2021. Same year. Yep. So not that far behind. Not that far behind. April, May, June, July, August, September. Yep. Nine months yeah, after each nine other. Months nine months after each other. And they've been married for, what, 22 years or more? Yes. Yes. Yep. So, now I'm going to go take a step back. I wanted her to explain about her dad. I'm saying her dad because we never called him her stepdad no. too. Her dad as well. This is the importance of having a little bit more for yourself. Yeah. Even even on your job. You know, 5000 isn't much. You know, it's, it's mainly for cremation is basically all you're going to get anyway. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad he had something. But to piggyback on the beneficiary part because... You know, he had his children on as a beneficiary and um, they, did, they did what they wanted to do versus probably what he wanted to do, which is fine because they did beneficiaries. This is where we're saying choose your beneficiary wisely yes. because then they did what they wanted to do. Not only that, dad didn't have a, didn't update his beneficiary because he would have had her on the policy. And this is why I say for older folks, if you have a benefit, I'm, I'm sorry, if you have a policy and you know that things change with the people you have on that policy, please, I'm begging y'all, go back to them policies, dig it out, wherever y'all gonna get it from, especially people over 50, get them policy out and say, think to yourself, do I still deal with this person? Is this person still alive? Will this person bury me, bury me right? You have to make those decisions. I know it's unfortunate sometimes, but sometimes these people be dead. Yeah. These people be nowhere to be found. They haven't been in your life in 20 and 30 years. So please, if you are a little older, make sure you go to them policies and, and look at your beneficiary. Also look at the terms and stipulations, stipulations of your policies to see, hey, all right, what's going on here? Let me go back and check. Because I've had some people personally that came to me and said, can you read all this policy for me? And they did not like what I read back to no. them at all. I've had, I'm not going to say the name of the company, but I'm going to say it's a very known company. I've had someone... Policy not pay out over something extremely it should have paid out. I, at that at that point I'm just like you're gonna have to sue because there's no reason why that person shouldn't that company shouldn't have paid the policies out, you know. But I can't I'm not gonna say the name of the company because this is not my place to you. I'm not gonna do that one live. But I will say this a lot of companies that are constantly advertised and say you don't need this and need that and you can get your 
They be the ones to watch out for. $9.95 companies. Yeah, just for $9.95. And you can pay for your child's college. Look out for those because I can give you a compression. Let's talk about McDonald's. And I can have the right to say this because it's freedom of speech. McDonald's is advertised everywhere, right? But it's one of the worst fast food companies yeah. ever. They have documentaries on their food mm -hmm. and everything. Don't always go for the company that's thrown yeah. in your face. Please do your research. Do not always go to the companies that's just thrown at you. Like, oh yeah, this company's always on TV. I'm going to give them a call. And then when something happens, I'll have a voice for you. Honestly, and like I said, it was unfortunate that she had to go through that with her dad. Because I, I, I know her. I know how hard that was for her. But that's the importance as, as you get older to make sure your beneficiary is someone that you trust. Because, yeah. lo and behold, they just never sat down to have that conversation and say, Dad, have you checked your policy? Make sure you um, updated it. Put mom on there or me on there. They just never had that conversation. Do not be afraid to have these conversations with your family your and your children. close ones and your children. This is a conversation that we all need to have. Stop being afraid to talk about death because we all are going to die. Yes. Like, if you think of it like that, we all gonna die. So stop being afraid to talk about it. I know, especially, like, black men, men don't like to talk about those type of things, period. It's like a jinx to them. Oh, we don't want to talk about that. I might die next week, you know. They don't want to talk about that stuff. But I'm trying to get to a place where we're taking that out of their mind. We're changing the scenario. We're changing that mental thought. Do not be thinking, oh, now that we're talking about my policy, oh, I'm going to die next week. No, we're talking about the policy because there is a chance you may still, you may die next week. It, it can happen. Nobody knows the time, the day, the hour that they're going to pass away. So it's important to even talk to your children if your children are old enough to have a conversation with and say, you know what? Mommy have a so-and-so policy, and especially if they are the beneficiary and they're over 18, because it's best if you have a child to for them to be, like you said, Taiwan's 18, so he's old enough to sit down with him and say, this is how much coverage mommy got, these are the things I want you to take care of when I'm gone, et cetera, et cetera. And also, it's good to have a will. When you're doing your policy, after you do your policy, get yourself a will. Say what you want. And as time goes on and you're still living, you go back to that will and say, mm, I don't want that on there. I'm going to change that. Yeah. You know, check your will every um, so years to see if it's aligned with what you got going on in your life at the time. Because it's that cool. Yeah, and a lot of places like Legal Aid and mm -hmm. Department of Social Services and like the uh, Community Action Centers, they're offering will services to teach you how to prepare a will, mm -hmm. what to do in order to have a will. Outside of the insurance, it's very important to make sure that you're getting your monthly and your routine visits. You know, don't be scared and afraid to go to the doctors. Yes. because especially our men. I can't, listen. Yeah. The men, it's a, it's a thing with men yeah. and not going to the hospital until yeah. <laughs> stuff hit yeah. the fan. It's yeah. like, why would you wait until we got yeah. to this Get to this point. Yep. Women, we, we normally don't do that. We be straight in the yep. hospital. Like, what's going on yep. with my body? Because <laughs> if you have any differences, you know, and you don't have insurance, most insurances won't pick you up. If your health is a major crisis, they will not pick you up. You know, so make sure you're definitely on point with your health and doing everything that you need to do to stay healthy so that you can get insurance. You don't want to go away from me, like I said, without any you don't want your fam family have to go around, excuse me, having 
uh, GoFundMe's or uh, frying chicken dinners and this, that, and the other. Dancing around that, the head, old yeah. school. Come on, y'all. We got to no. stop that. We got to stop the GoFundMe. Let, I'm, let me just take it to the GoFundMe. I'm so freaking sick of seeing the GoFundMe. Mm -hmm. Because now it seems like before people was using it, they, you could you could just not know, okay, I know about life insurance. I had my, my nephew came to my house, my nephew Cameron, and his dad came to my house the other day. And I didn't say anything about life insurance. He saw um the poster of me and my kids, and he just asked me. He was like, well, what is, so talk, tell me about your business. So I started telling him. He said, no, tell me about life insurance. And I think Cameron is about 20, and he didn't know, like, the, the gist of what life insurance is and what it's about. So I sat there. We was talking for an hour because y'all know I was like, hold on, Nephi. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I had to explain to him what it was, what you can use it for, how you can use it. I even did some quotes for him. We're going to sit back and talk later. But sometimes people don't know. So it's different when you just don't know what you got going on. But when you know better, to all of those that know better, please stop with the GoFundMe. And, and, and I can speak from family, friends, everyone. I don't count anybody's pockets. But if you're going out to eat, you can afford life insurance. If you're getting drinks, you can afford life insurance. If you're out taking trips, you can afford life insurance. Trust me, you can afford it. You can afford the life insurance. People have tried to replace life insurance with the GoFundMe. Mm -hmm. Oh, my child died. I'm just going to have GoFundMe. My husband died, just got killed, car accident. Whatever happened for them to pass away. Oh, I'm just going to go ahead and do the GoFundMe. No. That's that's not the proper way to do it because not only with GoFundMe you might only raise enough for the funeral, yes. but then you gotta think about okay, let's say if a father died that was a breadwinner he was making forty dollars an hour all that good stuff right, he dies and he don't have any insurance y'all just bought this big old house and I'm thinking that house got insurance right that's another thing we put insurance on everything else but ourselves that house got insurance and everything okay and then all of a sudden have a heart attack. Now what y'all gonna do? You just bought this big old house to have insurance. You have dad might have had five or six kids with you, two more outside before y'all got married. He got these kids, y'all got this brand new house, y'all got other bills. What the mother gonna do? Hmm. What if she was a stay-at-home mom? Yeah. Now what she gonna do? There's no insurance in the house. Yeah. Like we, we put insurance on everything by but ourselves. I'm I'm pretty sure people in the audience right now that's liking and commenting. You got insurance on your cell phone, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, we all got yeah. insurance on our cell phone. I'm going to break it down. We're going to get it, right? We got insurance <coughs> on our homes. Mm -hmm. Even if you're renting or owning, you even got rentals insurance or you got homeowners insurance because yeah. we got floods and stuff that may happen to our house, right? We get insurance on our TVs because guess what? That flat screen costs a lot, a lot of, of money. money. So you're going to make sure that flat screen break that you're going to pay to, you're going to have the cushion to get it fixed. Oh, Apple Watches. I ain't got my watch on right now. We got them Apple Watches, right? You get insurance on that because if your child loses or, or breaks it somewhere, you want to be sure you can get another one because they $400, right? Then it comes to us. We sit around and say, oh, I'm going to wait to get insurance. I got this to do. I'm going to wait to do this. I got this to do. But you got insurance. All your appliances in your house have insurance on it. They cost more than what it's going to cost for, to have insurance for yourself. Am I right? Am I wrong? You know, and, and I hate to say, especially in the black community, I hate to constantly say it because it makes me say, I'm not doing my job. I got to get out here more. I need to talk to more people. Yeah. I need to do a little bit more, which is why I started this podcast. My voice needs to be heard when it comes to life insurance. People need to know the importance of it because, again, we don't know what we're going. We don't know what we're going to pass away. No. 
None of us know. So why not insure yourself? If you don't mind, tell me, how much would you insure someone? Um, $20, $21 a month. Yeah. 21 and some change. No more than $22. And, and, and that was Tom for, made his own. That he, was for, his was about $11. That, that, was, that was for me and my three kids. And then my oldest had his own, which was like $11, like $11 a month. month. And, and, and I'm going to tell you, the oldest had a nice amount. Yeah. That's another thing. When you're young and healthy, yeah. he's 18. Just to let yeah. you know, insurance is extremely, extremely cheap. Yeah. And his age, he could get a term policy. Yeah. He could get a term with ROP. Yeah. He could get a whole life. And all three of them are going to be cheap. Yeah. I guarantee you they all going to be under $30 a month yeah. um, with over $100,000 deposit. I guarantee you. So you got to think $30 a month, right, mm -hmm. for a family policy. That's $1 a day. Yeah. For a policy, for a policy, one dollar a day, you know. And some people, what they do is tax time. You get these large lump sums of money, you pay it up, pay it, pay up. it off, pay it for the year. If you have it, you pay it up. Much you pay it off, pay. get it out the way, have it paid up, so that way it's taken care. Of, you know. Also, put your documents somewhere where you can find them. Yes, you please. always see these. People on Facebook show mothers with stuff under their mattress. You know, get a storage cabinet, a file cabinet, something with a lock, or something where you can put these important documents for when this time comes because you're going to need it. You're going to need birth certificates. Mm -hmm. You're going to need proper identification. You're going to need that policy. So these things are very important. Carolina is not just going to keep talking y'all hearing about insurance. But it's very important. And like I say, I used to neglect the situation. You know, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired of hearing about life insurance. I don't <laughs> want it. Oh my God, she getting on my nerves. And she call me one more time. But when you look at the importance of it, people are here today and they are gone tomorrow. And everybody is in a turmoil because they don't know what to do. They don't know which way to turn. You know, it's not like the old days where you could go and it might be the loan shop who you can go borrow $1,000 for a dollar and get that money. It's not like that no and more. The loan shops, they kill you. They pay exactly. the prices. So it's, it's very important to have life insurance. And I'm here to tell you, a person who has been through it from the good aspect of it to the bad aspect of it. It really is important. Funerals cost. If you don't know how much a funeral costs, baby, you need to start. You on IG, you on Facebook, Google it. It mm. costs. Yeah, in Maryland, the average funeral price run about twelve thousand. And that's for basic. That's a basic. That's basic. basic. That's a basic friend. A basic. Yes. Very basic. Very basic. Plain casket. You know, not no color programs. You won't get some regular programs. If you get a program. If you get a program. <laughs> if you get me in while you in the service, you know. And I'm we not being funny, but we just want just to educate you guys. Yeah. You know. So it's very important. I seen some questions like well, we gonna we gonna let ask some questions too. Let me see what some people are saying. Cause I didn't bring my other phone. <coughs> Let's see. Oh, it was a lot of people just watching. Oh, Shay said, Hey sis. And Kira say, hey, ladies, hey, get Kira. covered, period. Exactly, Shay, get covered, period. Exactly. Oh, um, Erlene say, hey, honey, speak that truth. Yes, yes, yes. And we have a lot of people on there watching. 
But yeah, it's like that that's the reason why I made that podcast to speak the truth. And like I said, I made this podcast to show the good, the bad, and mm-hmm. ugly behind mm-hmm. life insurance. I'm not just glorifying it because there's some things that people need to know behind the scenes about life insurance as well, like choosing the right policy mm-hmm. for your family, making sure you're with a good company. Listen, I'm licensed to write with a lot of companies. That don't mean I'm gonna write with them. That don't mean I'm gonna write with them. And some companies I'm like, I'm not touching that because I only did it on my spirit. And some companies it's some, I'm gonna keep it real. It's some companies that are prejudiced, yeah. that do not like outcome. Why would I write for you? No, thank you. It's some companies that don't pay out. Yeah. They they give you the run around when it's time to get, get um get your policy um when the person passed away. I do my research as well behind the scenes. I'm not gonna write for those companies. Why, why would I go and put somebody in a policy I know is stretched? Right. That's not. I'm not, I'm not in the business just for my pockets. Right. I'm in the business to help people. So when people want to learn. Like, I, I get excited, I glow. I'm like, oh, you want to know about life insurance? Come on, let's sit down and talk. It's been times that clients have came to me and said, I only went with you because of your spirit. Yeah. I lied to you not. They have said, other companies have given me a little cheaper rate, a couple dollars cheaper, but they ain't like their spirit. They ain't like how they talk to them. They ain't like how they interact with them. Mm-hmm. When I talk to my clients, I'm telling them the real. I'm asking them questions. Do you have any health issues? What are they? Don't lie to me because it's going to come up yeah. behind the scenes. So don't lie. If you be honest with me, I can put you in the right type of policy. Because I can get anybody coverage. It just depends on what type of coverage you you know you can get. Um, to break down a few things about that. Being sick, you may not qualify for a certain amount, but you right. can get coverage. Um, being having felonies on your background in the past seven years, you might not qualify for. Um, a lot of coverage, but you can still get coverage, and that's another thing. They treat felonies very bad when it comes to life insurance. It's extremely bad. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Um, your age, being a little older, you're gonna pay more for your coverage. That's why I say if you have if anybody that have an 18 year old that's watching this, or an 18 year old child, a niece, a nephew, or a friend, please go talk to them. Even if you have to get that coverage for them, if you're a parent, you can't you can't get a coverage by law for your child. Get that coverage, if you're a grandparent as well, get that coverage for them because that's when it's the cheapest. That's yeah. when it's extremely cheap. Mm-hmm. And um, if you have children, young children, yeah. I do have a policy that has a 10-year pay. I haven't talked to her about, I want to talk to her about it personally for the youngest child. Um, You pay into that policy for 10 years. And you pay for that policy for 10 years and you're done. You never have to pay for that policy again for that child. But they have to be between the age of 0 and 17. Ooh. My baby. Yeah, see, she, yeah. oh, yeah, she pregnant, yeah. So I got this one. When this one comes, yes. we gonna get that 10 year policy That's for right. that one when she, when, when she or he come out and pray. So she gonna pray. So she, <laughs> when she come, I'm gonna keep saying she, yes. um, we gonna get that 10 year policy. That's a whole nother topic that I will go into on another podcast. But that, um, having that 10 year pay is really good for your child. It's really something to look into if you have children under 17. Um, so like I said, Oh, even if you drinking, not necessarily drinking at home, drinking and driving. If you have more than two DUIs in the past few years, you can get coverage, but you're not gonna get a high coverage. They're gonna they're gonna say, oh, this person is at high risk. Well, they know why? Because you're getting drunk and you're going behind the wheel. You're putting your life in jeopardy and you're putting other people's lives in jeopardy. So they're like, oh, they can get coverage, but we only gonna get us this amount for yeah. now. A little bit of bread, a little bit of cushion. You can get this amount. Yeah. Now, when that um, DUI falls off. Then you can qualify for more fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, two hundred, three hundred, a million. Yes, you can get a million dollar policy. Yes, you can get a five million dollar policy. Depending on what your pockets looking like, you can you can get 
a nice amount with life insurance. And honestly, I'm going to be real, a few years ago, a friend of mine, like I say, I don't drop names. And I don't want y'all to go try to kill him or nothing. <laughs> Our friend of mine had a million, has, he still has a million dollar policy. And he only paid $99 and some change a month for a million dollar policy. Mm -hmm. Do y'all hear that? Where you at a million dollars? $99 and some change for a policy. And he has one child. He might have two now because he had that policy for a couple of years. But at the time, he had one child and he paid less than $100 a month for a million dollar policy. And he paid his yearly. He did not play with it. He did not do the month to month. He paid for it yearly. So it was actually cheaper than 1200 Because just like car insurance, when you pay yearly, they take off a little down. bit. Yeah, they yep. take off a little bit of dollars. Yep. So stop thinking it's expensive. Oh, I can't get insurance. It's expensive. Listen, like I said, I'm going to say it again. If you're drinking, if you're smoking, if you're partying, if you have cable. <laughs> let's talk about cable. How Whoa. much cable want people a month? Girl, please. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> You know, awesome. if you have cable, mm -hmm. if you have bills outside of your necessities, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, maybe cable is a necessity to some people. That's okay. But if you want, if that cable is a necessity, you show, should life insurance be too. You know, cable one in a hundred, a hundred fifty dollars a month. Um, tele telephone, shoot, you got you on the pop, your, your telephone policy, your child, mm -hmm. your boyfriend, y'all got watches, y'all mm -hmm. got iPhones. Mm -hmm. You talk about drinking hundred dollars for a phone, mm -hmm. you know. But you won't spend twenty to fifty to thirty dollars for a policy for you and your family, or a hundred. Even if you get a, you got a little bit of cushion, you want a little bit more, five hundred thousand million. You won't spend that extra for your family. If you're partying, if you're going to the club, if you're traveling, just get your priorities in order because life is happening right now. Like I said, we live in Baltimore City. Some of y'all watching may not be in Baltimore. It may be a different situation where you're at. But just going outside and making it back home is a blessing for us. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's a blessing to say, oh, I can walk outside and I made it back home and you thank go when you hit get back into your house. Because we all live in extremely weird hard times. Weird and hard times. On the news you're seeing kids dying all the time. You're seeing kids getting abducted. You're seeing people losing their life to drugs. You're seeing people losing their life to the streets. You're seeing people just having natural causes of death, heart attacks and stuff like that. Not only older people have heart attacks. Not only older people have illnesses. Me, I'm 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 almost forty, couple years under forty, and I have lupus. I've had it. I've known I had it since um 2016. So it's like 2017. I'm sorry, I started looking into it 2016. So you never know what you're going to get. And I can say from experience. Um, with having lupus, if I didn't have a policy prior to, I wouldn't be able to have a high coverage now because they look at me as a liability and say, oh, she has an illness that's not curable. Right. So we're not, if we give her a lot, we're going to charge her a lot. Right. That's what they do, you know. So it's like, when you're healthy and you're young, please be conscious of what you're doing. Get that policy. Um, smokers, I'm a twin. I don't smoke. My brother smokes cigarettes. And I'm talking about cigarette smokers, by the way. If we was to get the same policy, being the same age, he's going to pay way more than me. Because being a cigarette smoker, they consider you high risk. It doesn't mean you're going to get denied. But they're like, hmm, they're smoking their life away. They might get lung cancer. We don't know. So we're going to make him pay a little bit extra. Mm -hmm. So please take into consideration the things that you do outside of your health as well. 
um, people that have high-risk jobs, police officers and things like that, people that fly, of course you're going to pay a little more because you're flying in the air every day. But that doesn't mean you can't get coverage, but you're flying around every day. Same thing with car insurance. If you're in a high-risk area, they're going to say, oh, no, yeah. you live in Baltimore City. Yeah. You don't pay more in Baltimore City than Baltimore County. Life insurance is the same exact way so i can't express it enough to just make sure you get some type of coverage for you your spouse your kids your boyfriend your girlfriend your mother your father your cousin your aunt your uncle whoever talk to your family members <coughs> um mom and dad can have a policy on child Child can have a policy on mom and dad. Grandparents can have a policy on child, etc., etc. You can't do brothers and sisters anymore. You know, conflict of interest. But you can encourage that person and say, hey, you need to get some insurance on yourself. You get that insurance, I'll help you pay half of it. I bet you they go get that policy. You know, you can encourage that sister and say, you know, go get some insurance on yourself or whatever. Even with having, um, what you call it, stepkids, you can get a policy on your stepchildren because they're now your stepkids. And some people, I've had someone that come to me that um, they got custody of their brother, but they were still going through the process. And once they got their custody, full custody, they were able to get the insurance. But it's not that child, the child, the boy, a few years younger than her. But he was able to get insurance because she just had to prove that she's now taking care of him because the mother passed away. So a lot of people don't know that and understand that. Just throwing out little things that come into my mind that they might need to hear. Like, so it's just... Just make sure you have something. Have a family. I encourage everyone after y'all get off this live. Go have a family meeting this weekend. It's it's um Labor Day weekend. Y'all can be at these cookouts. I know y'all all gonna be at these cookouts. Listen, mm -hmm. I don't care if they don't get it through me. I'm just saying, you know, get that my information if you can. But then guys get it through me. But have that conversation at the cookout. You know what? Carlotta was just on live the other day. She was saying so and so about life insurance. Do y'all have some? You know, get some. It's okay. It's not weird to have a conversation with your family and your loved ones about the importance of life insurance. We all should do it more often and have that talk. Not saying putting people in the spot, but have a little gathering and say, you know what? I want to sit down and see how many of us have insurance. You ain't got to know the amount they have if they do. How many of us have insurance? How many of us have outside of You be surprised when you sit down with your, a group of your family and everybody you turn your head and one person raised their hand and said, Well, I did. And then one person might only have it through that, through that job. Now, her mother was fortunate for her job, and that's a blessing through God. But it don't always break out like that with your job. Is she with her dad? It don't always break out like that with your job. Have your own personal policy. If you're grown, have your own personal policy. I have grown-ups that's older than me that says, my mother got a policy on me. You're 45 with three kids. You need your own policy. Exactly. You know, or my grandmother had a policy when I was younger. Go check that policy, please, because <laughs> policy might not be the same. You know, I've had people cash out policies. They got nothing because they didn't look at the stipulations of the policy. Wow. And that's a letdown. Yeah, it's a letdown because you have, you're burying your parent and you're like, they not, you know, this company ain't paying on. They did so, so, so. I'm like, well, your mother signed that policy, and this is all that she had, you know, in the policy. With whole life policy, it's a catch-22. They do have a cash value. You can borrow from it. Um, I encourage people to, to, to get term and just invest. But it, some people can't get term because term have more stipulations than whole life. And it's okay. But you can use that whole life to invest and build as well. A lot of people do it. A lot of people in business do that. They use their whole life policy 
to build. Oh, I'm going to borrow the money from this policy. Yes, I got to pay it back. Yes, you do. But you can borrow that money from that policy after a few years. Start your business. Get what you need going. Same thing with credit. You know, um, I know people personally that, that's done pretty well with having a whole life policy. It costs more. Yeah. But it can have its benefits as well. I know when I first got insurance business, all I kept hearing is turn, turn, turn. But being in it for so long, I've learned both are pretty good. You know, both are pretty good policies. The only downside to say about whole life is if, you know, you pass, your beneficiary can't get both. They can't get the cash value uh, and the, right. the money of the policy. That's the only downfall that I don't like about yeah. whole, um, whole life policy. But, of course, normally the, um, the, the, the policy is way more than what they have in cash value. So you just lose out on that. So that's why I encourage people to do investments as well outside of life insurance. But... If that's what that person qualified for, get the whole life. If you get it for business, get the whole life. You know, and we have um term withdrawal OP. That's with the term that you can um, buy terms a little bit more than term, a little less expensive than whole life. Whereas though in 30 years you can get all that money back, or you can convert that policy into a whole life policy and never pay it back. So these are things you all gotta look into. Even if you come to have a sit down with me, I can come and do family sessions or one on one. Ask questions. Do not be afraid to ask me questions. I'm all for the questions because I have to know you and your family to know what type of policy to put you in. That's right. So yeah, this has been a really good session. Like yeah. I said, I brought her on and she said, well, Lana, what, what questions do you have for me? I said none. I said, we're going to freestyle this. We're not doing no questions. I want you to speak from your heart. I want you to be transparent about what happened with your mom. I want you to be transparent about what, had, what happened with your dad. Because I want people to see the real. I don't always want to do these podcasts reading from a paper. I want people to see the real, what's going on, real life situations. So I will have more people coming on talking about their situations with life insurance, the good and the bad. I will have people coming on talking about how hard it was burning someone because they didn't have life insurance. I will have people that come on to, to talk about what happened when they had to use gold for me. So I'm going to have a little bit of it all. Now, also, we'll be highlighting black businesses because she'll be back on for that. I see a couple of black businesses owners on here. We got the Shea Miller black business owner on here. Who else we got on here that, that own that business? We got a few on here that me and my kids are covered. Yes, I, I love it. Keep going in and out. It keeps going on and out. Oh, can y'all hear me now? Hope they can hear me still. Oh, no, it's probably the Wi-Fi. But, yeah, um, there's a few people here that have their own businesses. So, a part of my podcast, I will be highlighting black businesses, like, once a month. I will have someone come on. They talk about their business. Of course, I introduce myself as a life insurance agent, and I just let them even freestyle. They can have something written about their business. So, stay tuned for that, guys. We love you. Thank you for tuning yeah. in. Be sure Get your insurance. If y'all need some business cards from me, I got business cards. If, you, if you'd like to have a one-on-one -on -one session, I'll have a one-on-one -on -one session. If you'd like to have a family session, I'm down with that. Inbox me, text me, call me. My phone number is 443-538-1246. My social media platform is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. is Legacy Life Prep, as y'all see up there, Legacy Life Prep. <laughs> My email is legacyfightprep at gmail.com. And I am building a legacy with my kids. Y'all see it back there. So we building a legacy while helping you with yours. I'm saving 
families one policy at a time. See y'all later. Bye. <laughs> I need insurance. Okay. I, um, inbox me or text me. Hey, Shorty. Yes, inbox me or text me. I'm, a, I'm about to inbox you now once I get off this live. All right, see y'all later.